Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brett Nearly and you are listening to the Sports Preview Show here on the podcast. Now, before we get into the sports action, and there's plenty of it for the weekend, I just want a quick note about something that happened today. We got word that a website in County Leitrim had posted a false rumour about the coronavirus in the region. Now, that has been denounced by the HSE. It's not true. There are no current cases of of the coronavirus in the region, but a website in County Leitrim had published a report saying that there were. That is not true, and it has been debunked by the HSE, as I said, but we are getting no blame for it. We don't do that sort of stuff on the show here. We value the integrity and we value accuracy of the information, usually in the words and the voice of the person closest to the source that we can possibly get. We don't go in for clickbait. We don't go in for rumors or innuendos or any of that sort of stuff. So it wasn't us. We value the relationship we have with the listeners that we've been building up over the last eight or nine months here on the platform. And we wouldn't jeopardize that by putting up some clickbaity articles. We don't post articles anyway, it's all audio content. The articles you read online are really just a pointer as to what's in the show. Anyway, with that done and dusted, and hopefully never to be repeated again, uh, we will move on with the sports show over the weekend. Today's show is brought to you in association with the Dublin branch of the Leitrim GA Supporters Club, who are, of course, actively trying to recruit members for 2020. Their tickets are €50 and they have some phenomenal prizes. There's nearly €10,000 in prizes in cash, as well as tickets to All-Ireland Hurling and Football Finals and a couple of breaks in Leitrim and outside the county as well as the prizes. The draw itself for those prizes takes place on the evening of the 21st of March in Drummond in Cox's Steakhouse, the sponsors of the draw. So fair play to them for their support and also to those countless, countless Leitrim people who will be supporting them. You can get tickets online on leitrimga.ie. You can also get them from most clubs and county board officers as well as plenty of Leitrim supporters across the county. If you want, we also have a supply of tickets. We would be more than happy to make sure your name is in that draw. We'll get you your details. But I would recommend go direct to the main sources first. But if you're in any doubt at all, give us a shout. Get in touch, info at leitrimdaily.com or on any of our social media platforms. We'd love to help you make sure your name is in that draw and that you're supporting the green and gold as the season progresses. Now I know a lot of people are listening in to hear the sports awards. We will be getting that later in the show and I'm delighted to have a fantastic panel of judges with me today to decide who will be the winners of those awards. We have a real Olympic feel to this month's judging panel. Frances Cryan, a veteran of the Moscow Olympics where she finished 7th in the single skulls in that particular event. A phenomenal achievement for a lady from Leitrim. First Leitrim lady to take part in the Olympic Games and we are also joined by freelance journalist and former international athlete himself PJ Letty, the first Leitrim person to win a sports scholarship to the US back in 1969. We'll hear a bit more about that later in the programme. And finally, Ray McBrien of St. Joseph's and Havas, former county champion himself back in 2000 with the Havas club, now an esteemed referee and also coach of the ladies football senior champions, St. Joseph's. He's back in the helm at that role for the season ahead as well. We'll be talking to the three of them later on and we'll also be talking about all of the fantastic performances of each of our anonymes. 23 people across 10 different sports, 18 
15 clubs, teams, schools represented in that as well. So lots of that to come later in the programme. First, we're going to be talking to Niall Moran ahead of Sligo Rovers clash with Shamrock Rovers. We'll be talking about that goal that's put the League of Ireland on the map in the last couple of days. Jordan Flores, what a strike from the edge, from a corner, uh, almost the edge of the box, and he just buried it in the most unbelievable manoeuvre ever I've seen on the soccer pitch. We'll be talking about that goal, his attempts to recreate it in training this week, along with a few of his teammates. I'll let you, Tim tell you how he got on in that. Longford Town also in action. They host Bray Wanderers at 7.30 tomorrow evening. Sligo Rovers, Shamrock Rovers, that's at 8 on Saturday evening. Both games going head-to-head this year. Uh, unfortunate circumstances of the fixture list. In terms of rugby, we've also got some All-Ireland League action in rugby. The game that wasn't played last week in Corinthians, in Galway see Sligo travel there trying to put some distance between themselves and their opponents and move into the playoff spots with a win tomorrow that game 2.30 in Corinthian Park in Galway in the All-Ireland League Division 2B in ladies football I'll also be talking to Maria McCauley who's been an ever-present with the ladies footballers this year as they look to re-engage their promotion hunt they face Limerick in Park Sean McDermott at 2pm on Sunday afternoon well worth checking out for any of the ladies supporters through the county so uh, Leitrim and Limerick 2pm Sunday afternoon I'll be chatting to Mairead McCauley later in the programme now we mentioned the supporters club they are the sponsors for today's draw those tickets, €50 Euros, uh, at the moment. You can get them online, as I mentioned at the top of the show. I've mentioned our judging panel. So on to some more local sports taking place around the county. And it is the first weekend of adult football in the county with the Macy Knight Special Leagues and the Macy Knight Reserve Leagues up and running this weekend after being hit by weather over the last week or so. Just to run down through the fixtures in those competitions on Saturday afternoon, Mace Knight Special League Division 1, Muhl and Ahawillan do battle while Leitrim Gales and St Mary's play out a local derby. Also a repeat of last year's county final in the shape of Glencar Manor Hamilton versus Ballinamore Shona Heslins. Those games all throwing in at 4.30 as are all of the adult games played over the weekend on Saturday afternoon. Anyway, in Division 2, Drummer and Ballinaglera do battle. Alknashilan face Carrie Gallen, while Fina St. Collins welcome Gortletra to Fina. Alan Gales will play Drum Riley in Division 2 of the Special League. In Division 3, Ahavas and Bornacula face off, while Glen Farn, Kilty Clogher play Kiltubbard, with Eslin and Clune making up the last game of the weekend in the Mace Knight Special League. That, of course, is a competition for first teams in clubs. It's new this year without their county players. So you can expect to see maybe some of the clubs with big representations on that county panel not quite maybe up to the level that we might have expected of them. So it's a chance for those fringe players in clubs to really stake a claim for why they should be playing every week, week in, week out. It's a really good, positive move from Leitrim GA to get more games for the average club player and it's a really welcome step congratulations to everybody involved in making that decision there are of course some other games fixed for sunday afternoon we mentioned the inter-county game the little ladies national football league division four clash between leitrim and limerick that takes place in park sean at 2 p.m some of the local press had that down in carrigallon at 1 p.m that is been moved it has been moved to park sean mcdermott avancar park sean mcdermott and that will take place in Carrick and Shannon at 2pm, not 1pm in Carrigallon. Don't end up in Carrigallon at 1. You'll only end up with a quick drive over to Carrick on Sunday afternoon. In the Mace Knight Reserve League Division 1, this is for second teams within clubs. 
and of course no county players involved in this at all. Muhl face Balnamore, Shauna Heslands, while Melvin Gales will entertain St Mary's Kiltard and Drumcurran will play Glencar Manor Hamilton in Division 1 of that particular competition. There are of course other games taking place at underage level within the county. Uh, there's games at all divisions of the Le- Leitrim Longford under 13 league and also in under 17 grade which is the Newtown Gore Engineering under 17 league Division 1 2 fixtures in that particular competition as well no games for the county hurlers or the county footballers this weekend but plenty of club action to keep people involved and to whet the appetite for what's to come later in the summer in terms of soccer two fixtures of note at adult level in the junior ranks and they are in the Sligo Leitrim League in the Glasshouse Hotel Cup at 11am on Sunday Manor Rangers will take the trip into Sligo Town to face Merville and they'll be hoping to maybe take one step forward in that particular competition, first round game this weekend, while Carrick Town also start their Cleary Landscapes Cup, that is for the Premier Division sides or the second tier sides, at 11am also they travel to Arrow Harps to play that particular game. There are two interleague games of note and they are in women's football in the Gainer Cup. The under-13s travel to Roscommon to play the Midwestern League at 12 noon that is a Sligo Leitrim League and some strong Leitrim representation on both the under-13 side who play at 12 and the under-15 side same venue same opposition 2pm kickoff Sligo Leitrim League away to the Midwestern League the best luck to all the girls involved in the 13s and under 15s in that soccer competition of course the under 17s will be back in action in a couple of weeks that is as part of Sligo Rovers in the Women's National League under 17 division Mern Devaney a member of that squad we'll be talking about Mern and her teammates a little bit later in the show as part of the sports awards in rugby some junior games to be played this weekend in the junior plate Carrick and Shannon rugby club play host to Toom when they travel over on 2 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. So the same time as the ladies' football match just down the road on the Castle Carr Road, a couple of, maybe half a mile from where the ladies will be playing. The Carrick Rugby will be in action. Get out, support the lads. It's a great opportunity to get out and see a local team doing really, really well um, in that competition. The junior plate in Connacht, they host a fairly strong Toome side, but will be hopeful of getting through that particular competition into the next round. In the junior 1A league, Sligo are in action. They are travelled to Castlebar, looking to close that gap there. 10 points adrift of Castlebar at the moment in the league, one space above them. They've been cut adrift. They're safe enough from relegation, but they are looking to just maybe stretch a little bit further away from the bottom of the table and get up closer to where Castlebar are, but Sligo will not be the favourites going into that game. Castlebar probably the favourites on form for that particular clash. Finally, uh, and lastly, before we get into the meat of the interviews of tonight's show, and it's going to be a long show, folks, so buckle in. Uh, unfortunately, we just had so many fantastic achievements to talk about in the sports awards section of the show that it's going to go on well well over the hour in terms of triathlon there is an information night it might be a little bit late for you uh, because it's happening tonight as we publish this friday evening at 8 p.m in aura from eight to nine and there will be a number of experienced club members of the Lockheed triathlon club who are going to be able to answer questions and talk about their experience whether it's at the high competitive level on the international circuit in terms of triathlons and Ironman right down to participation events and maybe just training members who want to get a little bit fitter in what they're doing for the the year ahead you can of course get more information if you listen to this after the event and you can't 
get to the event tonight in Carrick and Shannon. If you look up Facebook and just type in Lockheed Tri Club, or you can send an email to lockheedtriclub at gmail.com. Uh, if you get to that event tonight, enjoy it. If you don't, do reach out. It's a fantastic sport and well worth checking out as well. Uh, that's pretty much it from in terms of the news and the and the updates of what's happening over the course of the weekend. The very best of luck to everybody taking part in any kind of sport over the weekend. Let's sit down with Niall Moran and hear how preparations are going ahead for the visit of Shamrock Rovers to the showgrounds on Saturday evening. Now, we've all seen the goal from Tala Stadium last week that has taken the soccer world by storm on social media over the last seven days. I was lucky enough to be at the game. I went up with a friend from Leitrim Village. We went up to the game. Fantastic atmosphere. And the next course of action, or the next point of call at least, for Shamrock Rovers is a little bit closer to home. And they are travelling down this Saturday evening to play Sligo Rovers in the showgrounds on Saturday night kickoff at 8pm. It's live on TV as well, so if you can't make it to the showgrounds, you can check out the game. However, you should get down there. There's a bit of Leitrim interest as well, and of course, that is Niall Moore, and he joins me now to talk about his expectations of the game coming into the weekend. Niall, welcome back to the programme. Thanks for having me back. Obviously, before we get into the Saturday night's game, big news this week from a personal point of view. You've been voted... Sligo Rovers Player of the Month for the month of February. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. It's a nice feeling to be awarded and hopefully it's not my last. Well, no, I'm pretty sure it won't be your last based on the performances that we've witnessed over the last couple of weeks. Talk us through those three games, I suppose. Uh, three defeats, unfortunately, from Sligo Rovers' point of view. Uh, yeah, not our, our best start to the season. and We obviously wouldn't have hoped for three losses on the bounce, but... Uh, was first week out against Finn Harps that's always a tough spot to go and we were unlucky to lose out to I suppose a goal that came from a sloppy enough set play so um, we were unlucky to come out of there without a draw at least I suppose and then Pat's the week after at home so two of our mistakes led to them scoring two goals and we really didn't create anything up the other end of the pitch so um, uh and then on the following Monday against Bose, we had a, a bit of a change of shape to a new formation. And I think it worked out a lot better. We played a lot more, probably, as I say, attractive football. But we played more football. And um, even though it didn't reflect it on the scoreline, we probably played a lot better than we did in our opening two games. In terms of that game in Bohemians, Defeat 2-0, as you mentioned, Alex Cooper into the squad. He seemed to add that little bit of an extra outlet wide on the left, but the game was sealed in terms of a contest in almost injury time by your former teammate Chris Twardek, who's now up for player of the month in the entire league for the month of February. How much did that hurt, or was it just a little bit more sore because he had been in the, the bit of red last year? Um. Yeah, I suppose it's... Never nice to see an ex-player scoring against you. But, um, yeah, listen, I suppose the game was... I suppose it wasn't really done and dusted. We were kind of pushing for an equaliser at that stage. We'd committed a lot of players forward and they kind of caught us on the counter. And um, I suppose it fell to Chris and he put it in the back of the net. So, uh, I'd say 
I don't know how he felt about it. He seemed pretty happy. But, uh... <laughs> he did seem kind of happy. Yeah, sure he shouldn't be laughing. Um... But, uh, no, he did. He seemed kind of happy with the whole situation. But I think he'd been getting a lot of stick from the Sligo Rover supporters, which is kind of normal. Anytime a, a former player is up against their club, uh, they get a little bit of stick. So he kind of, no more than Mikey Drennan at the same stage last season, he had a bit of a, a little enjoyment on his face. Uh, he did, yeah, which is, I suppose, it's nice to stick it to the people who are giving you a bit of abuse. But, uh, listen, Chris is a, a good player. He was, he did well for us last year. He was one of our best players. And so I just wish him the best for the rest of the season. Now, you mentioned that you struggled to create chances at the top half of the pitch, particularly in those first two games when chances were really at a premium. You've, well, the club, I suppose, have, have made some action in that respect in terms of signing a new New Zealand international striker, Ryan DeFries. Have you had a chance to, to play with him in training yet? Have you had a chance to see what he's like? What can we expect on Saturday night? Uh, yeah, he arrived during the week there and had a few training sessions together. So uh, he's looking sharp, um, good player. And uh, I think hopefully he's he's what we're looking for up top. He's, uh, he's fast and hopefully um, he'll do the business for us up front. Liam likes the fast players. Romeo Parks obviously was top scorer last year. Is he as quick as Romeo? Um, I don't know. That's that's a hard one to say. So hopefully both of them will still be here next year, so we can uh, put that to the test. Oh well, of course Romeo is only on loan this year. But in terms of marking them in training, have you had that experience yet of of having to deal with his pace and who did you prefer to to be up against in on the training pitch? Um, I think Romeo would be more of a, a physical presence. He's quite a big fella, but um, I think playing wise, as far as I can tell, they're well, pretty much on a par. So hopefully, Ryan will do the same business as Romeo and banging a few goals for us. Of course, you, we spoke about the the goal in Tallis Stadium last weekend. It wasn't a, a Rovers player who scored it. Actually, it was a or should I say a Shams player? I'll get in trouble with the. The bit of red hardcore if I call them Rovers. Um, it was a Dundalk player, Jordan Flores. Five or six million views on Twitter alone for that goal over the last week. It's been on CNN, it's been on the BBC, it's been on Match of the Day, Soccer AM played it. It's been everywhere. What kind of, I suppose, exposure does this bring to, to all the other teams in the league? Um, yeah, I think, first of all, it's it was an unbelievable strike and it deserves all the coverage it's getting and I think just the game in general it was great it's great for the league the the goal the record attendance and even the standard of football it's it is it's great for the league it'll um, shine a bit of light on it I suppose and hopefully it won't just stay with the likes of Dundalk and Shamrock Rovers it'll spread to other teams have you been training and training this week? Have you been staying after training and a couple of you just pinging in corners to see if you can replicate it? Um, maybe. maybe. <laughs> I'm guessing everybody we, in the league has, has been trying to do it all week. We won't say how it turned out. but uh, Did anyone even make contact? That's all I want to know. Um, yeah, we'll say we'll say they did. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I'll, uh, we're going to let you back to that. Hopefully, by tomorrow morning, you'll have nailed it, and we'll see it in the showgrounds on Saturday night. It would, of course, a defeat would, of course, match the worst opening start for a Sligo Rovers side since the 1993 season, which unfortunately ended in relegation. Hopefully, that's not in the cards for Sligo Rovers this year. And I'm sure, given the performance in Daily Mount, what's now ten days ago. 
uh, and the, the improvement in those first three games, a similar improvement, we'll see you up against Shamrock Rovers, who are probably one of the favourites for the title this season. Uh, hopefully things go better than the last three games, and uh, we wish you the very best of luck on Saturday evening now. Thanks for chatting to us. Uh, thank you very much. Now it's round four of the Ladies National Football League Division 4 campaign for the girls in green and gold and I'm joined by one of their players, Maria McCauley, to talk about their chances in their game on Sunday against Limerick which is at 2pm in Avancard Park, Sean McDiarmada. Mairead, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you, thanks very much. My pleasure to have you on the show. In terms of the, the season so far, it's been some big highs with two big victories against Antrim and Derry and then I suppose a little bit of a, a reeling back in against Loud going down by a single point in the end in, in that game. What's the, the mood of the camp like over the last month or so? Yeah, it's 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 been going great to be honest with you and just going back to the start, um, from the word go, it's been so positive this year. Everything has just been falling into place and you couldn't fault the county board or the management, everything's going great in that sense. So then to start off with two two huge wins was you know, just gelling the team together, it was just great. You couldn't ask for anything better. Um I suppose the last game we, we knew it was going to be competitive. Um I don't know if it was complacency, but it was probably the first time we properly met our match and uh, we lost out by a point. But, you know, I suppose uh, the day it's hard to take a loss and you kind of wonder how as a team are we going to work towards, you know, what are we going to do? But actually, it's been very positive. Absolutely everything since has been very, very positive. I think, I suppose, when you take a loss, you either you, you take the loss and you bow your head or you think, right, what can I do? That, that won't happen again. And um, since then, the atmosphere of training, the attitude has been spot on. Perfect. You talked about falling into place. I think that's probably a, not a great choice of words in terms of this is very definitely a planned development of ladies football in the in the county. We've watched over the last 12 or 18 months as a new county board came in. They got their finances, their structures in place last oh, yeah. year. And they've really yeah. they've brought in a really good team in terms of Hugh Donnelly and his, his group of, of staff. And, yeah. and the players have responded to that. Over 40 on the panel at the start of the season. Yeah. How, how are you keeping that size of a, a group of girls still involved and still interested in being part of the county setup? Um, I suppose, I suppose from the start, uh, yeah, you're right about them not falling fall into place. The, like behind the scenes, the work that's going on, you know, we just show up and everything is set up for us. To be honest with you, um, uh, to keep that bunch of girls and to get us on board and to keep us, it's total about competitiveness and wanting to win. And we can see the effort that's been put in behind the scenes for us. Um, and at this stage, like everyone is absolutely fighting for a position and everyone is, there's absolutely no one secure of a position on the team, which is just excellent. There's no one player driving the team. It's a full panel of 40. Um, every game we've played, we've we've used we've used subs and we'll be using even more subs. And I suppose that's probably why it's becoming so consistent that actually when we bring on subs in a game, um, they don't just probably keep the, the team, they don't like weaken the team, they probably strengthen the team actually um, when they're brought on. So absolutely everyone is fighting for a position and, and that level of competitiveness and having everything handed to you by the county board and the management, that morale there is there. Um, the trainings are great, they're really enjoyable and I suppose that's why everyone is still there. We're just short of 40 of a panel now and yeah, everyone is working at their level best. You're in Carrick on Sunday. It's not that yes. often that the county ladies team, particularly in recent years, get a chance to play in Park Sean because, I suppose, of the way maybe the, the sport has been looked at in the in the county. Is it a statement by the county board 
both the men's and the women's in terms of working f- together going forward and, and really pushing this girls' team back into where it deserves to be in the, in the Leitrim sporting context? Yeah, I think maybe it is. I hope it is. Yeah, it's it's been years since I, I've stayed there. Um, but I know that the ladies, the ladies uh, senior final was there last year. Um, so that's probably the way it is going. But it's probably the work behind. The, I'm assuming the county board is 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 answerable for it, and the, and obviously gelling with the men's men's county board team. But it's great. It's great to be on the pitch, and I can't wait to get out there. To be honest with you. How much do you know about Sunday's opponents in Limerick? Um, me personally, um, I don't know a huge amount. No disrespect to Limerick, I know that they're going to be competitive. I'm not dismissing the game, but I suppose, really, uh, as a player, I, I'm just focusing on what maybe I can control, my controllables, and um, maybe maybe management have looked into Limerick more so than I would have had. But um, really, we're just focusing on what we need to improve on, and even from every game we've worked on, I suppose there's no standout. Oh, what is that team doing? It's more like what can we do better to improve and progress. There's a lot of new faces in the in the squad. You've been in, in and yeah. around the county squad for a while. And in terms of the new girls who've come in, there's new girls coming up through the ranks. Who's impressed you? Who has, has you kind of gone, well, they're, they're going to be a strong player for Leitrim over the next five or ten years? Yeah, there's um, there's new huge new faces. Now, I haven't been there for a couple of years, and I was there years ago. Um, so I was kind of in and out myself at times. Um but to be honest with you, um, the younger girls are pushing the senior girls just as much as you'd expect senior girls to be, you know, bringing on the younger girls. The, the competitiveness um, right around the field. Like, I, I couldn't even, um, you couldn't pick one position because there's not one person for one position. There's at least two people for every position. So it's it's actually so hard to pick. And on top of that, you know, I know we talk about scores and we talk about girls getting the scores, but actually... It's the girls probably creating the scores behind that. It's it's um it's it's an unbelievable experience to be part of a team that let's just say um there's no overriding one person that we couldn't do without for a game. Uh, I, that sounds terrible in one sense, but you know there's not that fear that oh my gosh if that girl goes out injured, what's going to happen? We have girls that replace absolutely everyone on the field. Um, so it's just it's just it's nice it's nice to know as a team. Uh, you're asking me to name. Well, I'm, I'm not necessarily asking you to name names because yeah, that's I'm probably think, not fair, to be honest. Uh, I'm trying to think, but it's it, it's actually very hard. I know that I know that the there's definitely 17, 18 year olds, maybe even 16 year olds, pushing me for my positions or positions I'm going for the pitch and vice versa throughout the field. So um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, no. I'm actually impressed with all the younger ones coming up. Like, I, 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 I don't even realise the age difference, actually, sometimes. I feel like I'm one of them, but, I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm still pushing on a bit. But <laughs> No, listen, I, I wouldn't name names either. You're, yeah, you're, better yeah. off, you're better off staying away from that. I was, yeah. probably, I was probably not fair to ask. In terms no, of no. your own situation, we joked before yeah. we started recording the interview, we joked about yourself. You didn't know whether you'd be playing on Saturday, Sunday or not, having played in yeah. the three games up to now. Are you, as a senior player in the squad, are you kind of, do you like that uncertainty as to whether you're going to play? Does it drive you on or does it kind of worry you in the days coming up to the team being announced? Um, me personally, no, I, I, I do like it. Um, I'm not a girl that would ever think that I'm above anyone else and I'm out there training and I'm trying to keep up with everyone else the same as, you know, I don't feel any way above anyone else on the pitch and I don't think anyone does. So I think it's, it's really important to know that you're, you're part of a team and it's not you and 
it that's what makes you train that little bit harder that's what gives you that extra one percent every single time you have girls beside you pushing yourself and we genuinely wouldn't know a team until um the team meeting on the saturday and i suppose you know there's no harm to have that level of uncertainty before before you go out you know you're doing everything you can and management will put in place their positions and then come saturday I suppose when things are finalised and, and people are ready for positions, everything's made very, very clear. And if you're not on the pitch, you know what you need to do to get there and vice versa. So um, it's no, I, it, it, it's good. It's very, very good that there, you know, it's not if you, if you're if you don't put in the effort, you won't be on the pitch. It doesn't matter what your name is. In terms of the game on Sunday. Yeah. How important is it to have a good support in Park Sean so that the place doesn't feel empty, that there's maybe maybe a thousand or two thousand people at the game to cheer on the girls? Yeah, it's 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 hugely important. Um, you know, we, we travel down to play loud, and we had support that you wouldn't expect. You know, and not a huge amount, but you can hear them on the sideline. Um, you know, it, it does drive on a team, and the, it really creates that positive Im- image of let's say ladies. Uh, football and ladies sport which is growing and growing you know each year it, it, the change in the last couple of years has been excellent and um yeah i'm really hoping that there's going to be a great turnout especially to get it when we're getting on to park Sean. absolutely and just to remind people yeah. if they haven't seen it during the week your facebook page the ladies leitrim ladies gfa page on facebook are giving away a free leitrim jersey for one yeah. lucky supporter to get their hands on it all you've got to do is go onto their page and say that you're going to the game on their event page on Facebook. All the details, if you just search Leitrim Ladies, it will pop up there and you might get yourself some nice new threads that you get to wear on a Sunday. The supporters could be wearing it and they're limited edition because I don't think they're available for sale. So get your no, hands. No, they're only new jerseys. Yeah, absolutely. So get your hands on that if you want on Facebook. Mairead, thank you very much. Before I let you go, uh, obviously a St. Francis player from Balneglary yourself. Yeah. St. Francis kind of they started tongues wagging the whole way through the club championship last year. Have the club come back? How are things looking in terms of of the, the uh, preparations for this year's league and championship campaigns? Yeah, you know our team has been going from strength to strength the last two years. Um, we really have, you know, we've won the league and we've won the championship, so we're in senior for both at the moment, and we're staying up there in senior. Um, this year it's going good. We're under new management now. We have Gavin Durkin on board and. Um, yeah, we have most of the panel back and we have new additions of young ones, the same as County, pushing you for your positions. So um, it's going good. It's looking very positive. Well, listen, thanks very much for joining me and giving us a few minutes to bring us up to speed with what's happening with the ladies' senior football team in the county. Best of luck on Sunday. Thanks very much. So it is time to turn our attention towards the awards of course, for the Leitrim Daily Sports Person of the Month. And I am looking at our panel of judges across the table. Of course, you, the listeners, did get your opportunity to have your voice heard at the table through a public vote held on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. And those results will be brought to you. They're available on our website. I'm sure those will people will be familiar with them already. You'll have looked them up. They are public information, of course. But we'll run through that. We'll also hear from our judges in terms of the people and the nominees that are in front of them today and what they think of those nominees as well as their own results and their own points towards the winning total and who will be crowned in each of our three categories at international, national and local level across the county. 23 nominations but only three judges uh, with myself and the public vote to have a chat about on the programme. 
Let's start with the three judges. We might as well introduce who they are. We start with ladies first, of course. Frances Cryan, a former Olympian, a sculler in single skulls in the rowing in the Moscow Olympics in 1980. He finished seventh in the final. Of course, now known for Cryan's Hotel in Carrick and Shannon, the proprietor there. Frances, welcome to the show. Thank you, Griffin. It's an absolute pleasure to have you with your wealth of knowledge in the sporting international scene over the years moving across the table around the table we have the manager of the ladies champions ladies football champions st joseph's for the last three years and he is the manager have you been the manager for the three years right no, just the last year. Just the last year. Ray McBrien is the voice you hear there. Uh, obviously himself a championship winner with Ahavas back in 2000 to mark the millennium. No better way to celebrate it. Himself and his four brothers involved in that championship success for Ahavas under PJ Carroll. Another well-known name around these parts in sporting circles. Ray, welcome to the show. Thanks, Ray. And finally, PJ Letty. Well-known to anyone who's listened to Ocean and uh, picked up the Observer on a weekly basis. Freelance journalist. Yes. Is that probably the best way to describe you, PJ? I would agree with that. Yes. But more importantly, in a sporting context, hugely experienced, the first Leitrim person to win a scholarship to America to go and practice and train and, and be almost professional athlete in that context, a student athlete in the States, back in, well, it wasn't today or yesterday, PJ, back in the late 60s. 1969. And headed off to Tennessee, East Tennessee University over there in the USA. Your main discipline, the 5,000 metres? 5,000 metres, yeah. Competed and in two World Cross Country Championships. Yeah. And you told me Tunis in 68 and Glasgow in 69. I feel I feel totally intimidated by the uh, talent across the table at me, but I think we've been talking off-air for a few minutes about some of these fantastic athletes. We start with the international crowd. I'm going to introduce each of the athletes and then I'm going to pass it over to our judges to hear what they have to say. So the four, three nominations in this particular category... And it's been a whirlwind month in February for Manor Hamilton's Marin Devaney, who is a key member of the Irish under-17 women's soccer team for their double fixture with Iceland in Waterford earlier in February. She also made her senior inter-county ladies Gaelic football debut with Leitrim Seniors and her school side won the school's Connacht Championship with St. Clair's Comprehensive the third time of asking for that particular group of girls coming through St. Clair's Comp. Uh, she's first on the list. Second on the list is another member of that St. Clair's comprehensive championship victory, Hannah Johnson. She made her international debut as she co-captained Ireland under-18 women's rugby team to a victory in Scotland. The first time that that age group have had an Irish selection after a number of years' involvement with Connacht and Sligo Rugby. She actually won an interprovincial competition with them back in 2018. So she's been there or thereabouts and the national level for the last number of years, much the same as Murren. And then a slightly younger athlete coming through, uh, Carrick and Shannon Trident Swimming Club's Conor Lanigan. He made his international debut at the Dave McCullough International Open in Bangor, Northern Ireland, with a personal best time of 2.51.83 in the 200-metre fly. He knocked five seconds off his PB, an absolutely phenomenal performance from him in that competition as well. So now, our judges. We might start again. Ladies first, Francis. Who's impressed you of that trail? Um, I've given my num- five. Let, 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 let's not go into the ju- oh, okay. results just yet. Let's just okay. we, we, well, we'll get to the judge in a minute. Um, Marin, Hannah, Connor. I mean, they're three great athletes. Um, it's brilliant to see the women in the football game and rugby game, and it's great to see them competing and at, at different levels, to school level and at the Irish level. So it's brilliant. When you were growing up at that age, if you had those opportunities, do you think? 
you still would have ended up in a boat on the Shannon? I probably would because I was I, football back then was a man's sport and it you know it's come it's come on so so much I mean now they're level nearly with the men my personal opinion <laughs> I would love to have been like them and been in a team sport and been able to be handy with a ball well you were very handy with your oars uh, on the river over the years Ray your thoughts on the uh, the international section yeah um, they're all equally um, merited uh, for their their achievements I suppose Hannah Johnson possibly stands out slightly this was the first year the under-18 team was put together in the national national team. So um, for her at 16 years of age to co-captain the team as well as to beat Scotland was a great achievement. We all know um, Hannah is absolutely an excellent footballer as well. She's centre-back in the manner of senior team. She's a, a great player for the future in Gaelic as well. So she, she's definitely, let it be Gaelic or rugby or whatever sport, other sport she wants to go at, she's very good at it. Uh, Murren, we all know Murren, uh, an absolute genius of a footballer. Let it be Gaelic or soccer. She can turn her hand to either, and at 16 years of age, she's on the county senior panel now, which is a great achievement for someone so young. And the, the sky is the limit for for Murren and for for Hannah. And I'm just a little bit less uh, familiar with Connor Lanigan. He's only 13. He's only starting out. So, like, it's it's a good start for Connor to to be at this stage. So, um, I'm sure the future is bright for him as well. PJ. Yes, indeed. Uh, I will agree with Francis about the the ladies. They're absolutely. It's great to see them coming to the fore uh, in Francis's time, and certainly in my time, uh, there weren't too many ladies. Even when I was in college in America, there was no ladies track team. It took an act of uh, the American Congress Title to make that law. Uh, but anyway, like Murn Devaney, exceptional in Gaelic football and soccer and international duty. Uh, has represented Ireland as well with distinction and indeed I think she was a member of the Leitrim on the 14 team that won an All-Ireland C competition but I'm not, yeah, I'm not swearing. Of course Hannah Johnson fantastic as well as a member of that Leitrim on the 14 team as well and then of course Conor Lanigan a young man from Carrigan Shannon emerging on the international scene and swimming in Bangor and that 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 that, that was tremendous. So these are three fantastic Leitrim teenagers and it's 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 absolutely fantastic and one wishes them all the best in the future in the sport because they're they're great representatives of their families and their clubs and they're 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 excellent young people. Let's talk about results because how this is going to work for people who are looking in. Um, it's kind of like the Eurovision, if people can imagine that. There's a points board. The online vote has already been taken, as we mentioned. Connor Lanigan has won that. He got 76 votes in that particular contest. Myrne Devaney in second place, she had 42. And Hannah Johnson with 13 votes. Now, take that with a pinch of salt because obviously some people rally the troops a bit more than others some are involved in bigger sports um, team sports and it's easier to recruit those kind of votes now I'm not trying to cast aspersions that's just the reality of the situation so we want people to have an input but we do want to have it slightly filtered through a kind of a sports background and that's why we've set it up the way we have so effectively the top person in each category and each person gets five points and then it's four points and then in this case we've only got three so it'll be three points for the third place for each judge the online vote effectively means connor starts with five points murren has four and hannah johnson with three points before we start with the judges and we were gone ladies first twice so we might leave francis for a minute pj we'll start with you two neighbors and of yours in this situation as well who have you given your your let's start with number three who have you gone to three points for well, I've tried to be neutral despite the fact that they are two neighbours of mine and Connor 
is not that far away in Carrick and Shannon either. But what I have decided, because Hannah Johnson was a captain or vice-captain of the Irish under-18 that played Scotland in rugby, I'm going to give her five. And then I'm going to give Merlin with her international soccer under-17 certainly gets the next vote. And the younger man, Connor, this time loses out to the ladies, but not by much. I'm giving him the three points in this case. Fantastic. Right, let's go to you. And I suppose if we were a school, people would think myself and PJ were copying each other, but we weren't. Um, no. It's just a coincidence. Um, I went for the same as PJ, uh, just for the same reasons. Hannah, you know, she's a, a great achievement for her to step in there in the Irish uh, rugby team at under-18 level and co-captain at the age of 16. So I give her the five and Mirren, an absolutely brilliant, uh, talented footballer and soccer player and... Uh, very grounded individual as well, uh, par- uh, off the field. I give her four and I give Connor Lanigan uh, three mar- three points. Francis, before I give mine. I give Murren five, Hannah four, and then I gave young Connor three. Okay, and I had I wrote mine down before anyone came in just so I couldn't be, be swayed, but my results actually... In, I've given Connor three points. Again, I think he's one for the future and a really, really bright hope coming through in Leitrim swimming. The two girls, literally, it came down to a coin flip for me. And what has shaded it for me is purely the the frequency with which the team plays because I know the rugby system, they play literally midterm, summer, midterm. There's only three opportunities for her to play a game every year. Uh, Murren gets much more opportunity with the way the UEFA competitions are structured. There's three or four camps of three games each. Um, so I have given Hannah that vote, so she gets five points, Murren gets the four, which, if my maths are correct, tell me that Murren has collected 21 points, Hannah has collected 22 points, and Connor Lanigan has picked up 17 points, which means that we have a winner, and that is Hannah Johnson, who wins it on 22 points, Murren 21 points, Connor Lanigan 17 points. So congratulations, Hannah Johnson is the... Uh, Leitrim Daily Sports per International Sports Person of the Month for February. A tight run, and I know the two girls are friends. They're probably, uh, we're going to talk about another friend in a minute, but there's a couple of really talented youngsters coming out of that particular group of players, and I know they'll probably support each other, although a little bit of disappointment maybe, but congratulations to Hannah. Fantastic performance. I'm sure we'll be seeing both of those names in this competition over the course of the next months and definitely years as we proceed. Folks, happy enough with that? Yes. Absolutely. So we move on to the the national section. Now, I'm going to quick run through each of the candidates. We've got nine different nominees in this section. Teresa Doherty, Kinlot native, and she had a fantastic month as the first finisher across the line at the Athletics Ireland Masters Women's Cross Country Championships and followed that up by leading home the field at the Fran Faulkner 5K in Manor Hamilton on the last weekend of the month. That's the entire field, male and female. A phenomenal f- a result on both counts for Teresa. She beat the men in both of those competitions. Uh, Glencar Manor Hamilton's Leah Fox scored a total of four goals in her first competitive start for the senior ladies football team in the National League victory over Antrim. Not bad for a 17-year-old who only played for 42 minutes in that game. Leitrim Hurling has been on the up in recent seasons and the emergence of a strong Glencar Manor contingent led by Carl McDermott has been key to that success. His scores helped stem the tide of league defeats with a victory over Cavan to edge towards a league final appearance later in the season to be held later in the month of March provided results go away in the next 
week or so. Uh, two footballers up next, Balnamore, Sean Heslin's Dean McGovern has been Leitrim's most consistent performer in the Allianz National Football League and despite the three defeats during the month of February, he contributed some outstanding ta- attacking bursts and some key scores during those clashes. His Leitrim teammate, Jeremy McKiernan, goalkeeper, bounced back from his injury in the FBD semi-final with a string of impressive performances. His reflex saves and bravery against Cork in particular kept Leitrim in that particular contest longer than most neutrals would have expected on the day. For those who are screaming at the radio going, where's Ryan O'Rourke? Sunday's game was played on the 1st of March, so we might be talking about Ryan in a month's time. We haven't forgotten about him. Sligo Rovers have struggled to get to the pace of this year's SSE Electricity League Premier Division, but Leitrim Village's Niall Moran has been a standout bright spot for the Bitterhead this month earning the Fans Man of the Match Award for two of the opening three league games and, since that was written, winning the uh, club's Player of the Month for February as well. In athletics, after winning the local category in these Leitrim Daily Awards last month, Sarah Mulvaney-Kelly has expanded her reach to a national platform with a fifth-place finish in the National Cross Country Championships as well as winning the Under-14 event at the inaugural Fran Faulkner 5K Road Race in Manor Hamilton. In a time which was faster than the bronze medalist in the senior women's race. Young swimmer Maya Mulvey of Trident Swim Club produced two fantastic performances to win silver medals in the 50 backstroke and the 50 metre butterfly at the national finals of the minor school swimming championships in the National Aquatic Centre in Dublin. Still in primary school, Maya, fantastic performance from her to win two national silver medals in those competitions and finally in this category Drumshambo ultra trail runner Ricky Wynn has been impressive with his performances in some of the most remote places on the planet in recent years and this month he finished second in the Schliegeltuk Muskree in Cork despite the 120 kilometer winds relentless rain and getting pulled into a river along the particular route he was taking so got himself out of a river and still managed to finish second in the race Francis, how would you have done if you ended up in the river in a race? You wouldn't have finished second, would you? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but we know you didn't end up in the river. Would you have ever ended up in the river, coincidentally enough? Because at that level, did it ever really happen? Sometimes if there's um, different um, weather conditions, if there's side winds, you can be pushed over onto the boy, the markers. If you were ever out at Loch Rin, you'll see these boys and um, they, your oar can get caught or you can catch a crab. But normally it doesn't happen. But Have you had any bad experiences? Um, no, not that I can recall. I'm sure I did, but um, nothing that... Nothing in a major no, competition no, on, a, on no, a big day? No, Good to hear it, good to hear it. Um, who wants to take this first? Who wants to jump in with what their thoughts on the, the nine nominees? Yeah, they're, they're all excellent athletes again, and uh, they certainly have made uh, very valuable contributions and excellent performances, and uh, they're certainly deserving to be considered for uh, Leitrim Stars of the Month. And uh, certainly it's hard enough to make decisions between them, but uh, obviously we're here to make decisions, and, and, and that's, that's what's going to be. But they're all very impressive, um, and, and they have all impressed in different parts of the country as well. So it's 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 really huge for Leitrim sport I suppose um, Theresa Doherty uh, has to stand out there um, finishing first cross line in, in the um, Irish Masters cross country so that's great achievement um, then you have Leah Fox next in the list Leah a young player coming on she's made her debut at Leitrim Senior she's still only 17 or 18 17 I think it is 
actually she is seven inches at minor again next year for Leitham so she's one for the future again uh, Carl McDermott in the hurling um, from Glencar Manor uh, Carl um, got man the match in a couple of the Leitham games um, hitting big scores from freeze and from play actually I think it was a cabin game he uh, contributed a lot from play and from freeze and man of the match that day in the win and he had a big score on Sunday last up in Abbottstown against the Warwickshire I think it was and hopefully he'll be leading Leitham to a to a league final at least. Uh, then we have the two Leitrim senior players, Dean and uh, Jermuth. Dean, uh, excellent against Longford, probably the best player they had against Longford. Uh, he's been consistent all year from the Baltimore, Sean Hessens club. He uh, can play wing half hour, play midfield. Um, he, he deserves to be there as well. Jermuth, um, in all fairness, Jermuth, he was played the whole, I know this is a monthly thing, but he played the whole year last year with Leitrim and he, he was dropped for the league final in Crow Park and it ticks and he, he actually left the panel I think shortly after that so it takes a big man to step back in and come back into the mix again with the same management I'm not saying management was right or wrong but it was a it was a big blow to German to be to be dropped for a league final in Crow Park for probably we might never get the chance to play in Crow Park again so fair play to German for doing that and coming back in and particularly in the in the Cork game he, he kept Leitrim in the game in the prick in the first half when the game was there to be kept tight then Leitrim had the breeze in the second half, so it wasn't Jermuth's fault that we didn't push on in the second half. Um, Niall Morahan, um, Leitrim village man, uh, playing soccer with Sligo Rovers. Again, he's playing with a team that's struggling, and he was struggling to make his place in the team last year, and this year he stepped up, and he's, as Brefney says, he's got man of the match, the Sligo fans man of the match in all the games so far, so that's a great achievement. And then we have um, we have uh, three more, the three bottom ones there, uh, the list we have uh, a cross country runner in alphabetical order there at the bottom of the list but yeah in case yeah sorry yeah um, we, we get angry emails Sarah and we have uh, Maya and we have Ricky and all very worthy um, to be on the list and I'm sure won't be far off at the end of the day Francis your thoughts nice women represented yeah great to see the women four there out of yeah. the, the nine yes female. great to see Teresa and uh, uh, Leah and Sarah, Sarah and, Maya well. and Myra. Um, yeah, it's great to see them. And such a variety of sports too. You have the football, you have swimming, you have cross country. Um, so they're all represented. Um, again, it was a hard choice to to um, um, pick out of the nine. Um, well, let's start them. We'll go to your votes then, if you don't, if you want. So five points. Let's start with one, which is the fifth person. So the let's fifth work person. up. So fifth place. Ooh, you one point uh, it was very hard uh, to decide. So I gave it to Dean McGovern because I suppose he um, has been very consistent. I believe he's been very consistent and has, has done a lot in that month to help Leitrim stay up there. Two, I gave to... Um, Ricky, a tough, tough sport, I, I can only imagine. And then, as you said, falling into the water and coming back. Um, three, I gave to Leah Fox. And four, I gave to Niall. And five, I gave to Theresa Doherty. Right, we'll move down to you. Um, okay, I, I started off with the number one going to Karen McDermott. Okay. An excellent year in the hurling, or the excellent month in the hurling. Two, I went for Dean McGovern. Three, I went for Jeremy McKiernan. Number four went for Niall Morahan and five I give to Theresa Doherty. PJ. Now I give my one point uh, to Sarah Mulvaney Kelly. Obviously an excellent 
young athlete, fifth place in the national cross country. But I have to say I've favoured adult athletes in this category because um, while young people they certainly are massively talented, I do think we have to maybe weigh our vote a little bit towards the people who are senior adult performers. So I did give one, and she was up against some very difficult competition, and I certainly wouldn't claim infallibility in this rating system that I have done. But anyway, we'll, we, we'll, we'll not say that that. So uh, certainly Sarah is an excellent athlete. Dean McGovern has made a huge contribution to Leitrim football at all stages, and this year also. And uh, I did give him two. My three went to the man that fell in the water. Now, it had nothing got to do with falling in the water, but his performance to get out of the water and, 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 do, and, and turn in that point, fine performance, tricky win, I gave him my three marks. And my four marks went to, I would think he's the first ever Leitrim player to become a regular Sligo Rovers uh, senior player. Right, there's a few who've got a couple of games, games like yeah. even Aidan Rooney and a couple of the brothers and um, Emma Mulligan played a handful of games back in the yeah, day, but yeah. a regular playing 20-30 games in a season, yeah, he's, yeah. he's definitely up there. I, I think and certainly it's a big achievement for, for, for Niall and I gave him my four marks and then Theresa Doherty, massive win in the Irish Masters Cross Country Championship, excellent performance, an excellent athlete who now lives outside of uh, Leitrim in, in Donegal, in North Donegal. And uh, I gave her my five marks, and as you said there, uh, she was the first lady home. And second lady in the ra- second person in the race to her husband, Kieran Doherty, on Saturday in the Fran Faulkner Memorial 5K in, in, in Manor Hamilton. Thank you very much, PJ. Uh, my votes for, for what it's worth at this stage. It's funny enough, I, I didn't actually vote for any of the Gaelic people, and that sounds so bad, but it wasn't actually intentional. This is the one of the categories I found the hardest to mark. It really was really, really tough. And I suppose the reason why, I suppose, uh, Leah, I think, has plenty of days to go, and I think I would expect the, the ladies' football in Manor Hamilton to do quite well in the next category, so that was also in the back of my mind. Um, Carl McDermott, again, will have other days, I think, winning it in a league season I think he'd rather be winning it lifting the Nicky Record Cup later in the summer I think the, those days will come for the hurlers as well and the footballers I don't know I just, I just couldn't pick between them I did have one of them having points and I don't know but we are where we are uh, my votes Sarah Mulvaney Kelly gets the one point for me uh, in terms of athletics I think she's a really really bright talent for the future and, and will have plenty of days to go she won the, the local award here last month I think she will win this national award it's just a matter of when she wins it whether it's later this year or in the future she's definitely one who we will see on this list again and again and again Niall Morahan for me uh, gets two points now I think he's had a phenomenal start to the season but he's just in a really really poor side and I think that's probably why I've marked him so low He's I'm, I'm a big, big fan of his but he gets two points from me Ricky Wynn just because the off the wall stuff that he does it's crazy but it's absolutely amazing and he's such an inspiration to anyone who's involved in sport at that level he gets three points from me four is Maya Mulvey I think for anyone from Leitrim where there's no 50 metre pool. Swimming is not a sport, even as much as we talk about basketball or rugby or soccer, swimming is not a sport that really has a profile in this county at all. So for me, I think she's breaking ground as part of that Trident Swim Club and the very best look to her. She gets my four points and my five as well. I think for me, there's only one winner in this category and that's 
Teresa Doherty, so she has taken a clean sweep of all of us from around the table. So what that works out at, if we work it upwards, everybody's got at least one point. So we have Carl McDermott with one point, Sarah Mulvaney Kelly with four, Leah Fox with four points, Dean McGovern five points, Jeremy McKiernan six points, Maya Mulvey has nine points, and then the top three in reverse order, Ricky Wynn on 12 points is third place, Niall Moran on 14 points finishes in second place, while Teresa Doherty, with a clean sweep of the four judges here in the room, four fives is 20. So she takes the title. Congratulations to Teresa. It's great to see when she has moved out of the county and is living in Donegal now, that she still comes back to support events like the Fran Faulkner event at the weekend, and a proud Leitrim won all the same. So very, very highly congratulations to her. But also, it's such a tough category to pick from, and even the people who got single digits, uh, phenomenal achievement. We move on to the locals, and now this is going to be fun because, first of all, most of us don't know a lot of these people, and we're kind of going off what we have read in reports, and we haven't seen these people actually in action for the most part. We might give the the, the breakdown of who they are, and then we'll hear your thoughts on, on that again. So, in terms of the local category, the Ballinamore Athletics have always been top of the walk with their Olympic credentials, but youngster Mark Ahern is the new face of the race walking discipline in the club. He finished second in the under-14 walk at the Connacht Indoor Championships, just ahead of his clubmate Satanta Gleeson, so Mark gets the nomination in that particular field. Drummer Hare's Robbie Cunningham is another second-time nominee. He has been pivotal in Manor Rangers' rise to the top of the Sligo Leitrim Super League table in recent months, and in a month where fixture lists were ripped apart by the weather, he still managed to get himself on the score sheet against junior kingpins Athenry in the Connacht uh, Cup played earlier in the month but of course that whole campaign for Manor Rangers this month was ripped apart they lost two or three games not lost them but they lost them to the weather they didn't take place Uh, so they only really only got one league game in in the entire month North Leitrim's athletic club Mark Hazlett took home double honours winning the under 13 60 metres and 60 metre hurdles gold medals from the Connacht Indoor Athletics Championships in Athlone two weeks ago. Leitrim handball stalwart Ed Lee of Fina reached the final of the Connacht Diamond Masters by beating Pierce Lawler of Galway before being awarded the title courtesy of a walkover from his Sligo opponent in the Connacht final. Carrick Athletic Club's Alana McGuinness took home a gold medal from the Connacht Indoors in the under-19 200m final to go with her silver in the 60m final to reach the All-Ireland finals in both of those events which would take place later in March. In also in handball, Kieran McMorrow of Drumshambo Handball Club secured a Connacht Under-17 A silver final after winning his semi-final. Unfortunately, he had the reverse of Ed's experience. He, unfortunately, could not take part in the final because of an injury sustained in the semi-final win, and he had to concede the final, therefore winning the silver medal over the course of the season. Fantastic. Under-17 A silver medal for <coughs> Kieran McMorrow. Mohol Athletic Club were also at the Connacht Indoor Championships. Their highest-ranked athlete, Orla McQueenie, finished seventh in the under-14 shot, which earns her a nomination. Sibling rivalry can be tough to do with the best times. PJ, you'd know all about that with Eddie. Yes. Uh, at the best of times. So when Sarah Mulvaney-Kelly won the local category last month, her sister Karen decided she wanted to have a go and have her name on the title as well. She set a new Connacht championship record for the under-13 one-kilometre walk in five minutes and nine seconds at the Connacht Indoor Championships to earn her own nomination this time around. To be fair, the third sister, Laura, who's the eldest of the three, she made it a hat-trick of gold medals in the under-18 shot as well. A super talented family 
Uh, great to see their success continued through the year. Congratulations also to the Poor Scholar Darts team from the Poor Scholar Pub in Balnamore. They are, consist of Ian Flynn, Michael Herty, Charlie McDonald, Dennis Dolan, Cyril Oaksmith and John Christie. And they secured the Francis McGurl Memorial Cup beating Quinns of Fina 5-3 in the final played during February. And then two teams from the same school, St. Clair's Comprehensive, their senior ladies football team were third time lucky as they secured the Connacht Ladies Football Championship at the third time of asking, beating Gordon Rabbi of Cross Malina in the final. Uh, by the time you hear this, they will have played, we're recording this Wednesday night, they're playing their All-Ireland semi-final against a carry opposition, I believe, tomorrow in um, balance slow in Galway so by the time you listen to this that result will be known so hopefully we're celebrating a semi-final victory and a, a chance to maybe get into an all-iron final for the girls from St. Clair's Manor Hamilton uh, their boys soccer team the junior boys soccer team in St. Clair's also won the Connacht Championship and they were unfortunately beaten 4-1 on penalties after a 2 all draw in the all-iron semi-final held at the start of last month in Athlone Town Stadium um, so they were end of their season disappointingly they got through the Connacht final on penalties and beaten in the All-Ireland semi on penalties so so much talent so much to talk about Ray I think we'll start with you this time the yeah. others have all had a go um, I suppose firstly we'll, we'll start off with um, Robbie Cunningham a good equally good footballer a soccer player he's a player with from a hair club um, he's been pivotal in the Manor Rangers uh, rise to the top of the league and um, I know it's a team sport but reading the Leeds Observer every week he's scoring week in week out and I think he deserves to be there um, possibly the, the one that stands out for me has been young Mark Hazlett from from Drumkeown from the North Leeds Club he won the under 16 60 metres and 60 metres hurdles gold medals in the Connacht Indoor Championships recently so that's that's a great achievement for someone so young under 13 years of age uh, Carrick's Alana McGuinness from from Mohol, um, her name is you know is creeping up the the board as as we speak, you know she's um, taking honours every day of the week nearly this stage so um she she's one to watch out for, another young man Kier McMorrow from the Shamba Club, uh, from Alan Gale's club as well football wise he's a good footballer as well so he, he he's one to watch he he got the under seventeen silver medal after not being able to play in the final of the handball, so uh, he 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 had a great um, month as well and I suppose. The bottom one I'm looking at is the St Clair's. Uh, the the lads, the junior boys, won the Connacht soccer final. That's a great achievement, I suppose. Soccer isn't that big of a thing in Leitrim. It is big in North Leitrim and Manor and them areas. But um, to win a Connacht junior uh, final, schools final, was great. And and then to be betting penalties in the All Ireland semi final, just kicking the ball is all that was in it in the end. So there could be in an All Ireland final. And, we would be really talking about them if they, if they had to make that and win it. So they should be. They deserve to be there as well. Francis, your thoughts? I think they're fantastic youngsters, and it's great to see them um, being so brilliant in 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 all the different um, sports that they're involved in, from athletics to handball, darts, the football, soccer. Everything. I'm not sure um, how many of the youngsters are involved in the darts. Well, oh, no. <laughs> no under-18s are hiring in the making well, of this podcast. I suppose, yes. Um, no, what I meant more was in the... I'm looking at the under-13s, under-19s. I mean, they're just brilliant. To be so dedicated in this day and age is great. And I hope they continue it um, into the senior levels. 
do you want to know who I have? Well, we're going to hear from PJ first and yeah. then we might come back to you. So PJ, you might uh, talk through the board and then give us your, your votes and then we'll come back to Francis for it. Okay, Brittany, yeah. I agree with what both Ray and Francis have said about all of the young people here. Maybe the darts team is not the young pe- youngest team, in the, but anyway, we can't discriminate too much against them either. Yeah, I mean, that they're all excellent athletes. They're in this local category, and, and they certainly all deserve to be there. Um, and uh, Mark Ahern's performance was impressive in the walk at the Connacht Indoor Championships. Robbie Cunningham is a great football player, a great Gaelic football player. He was a member of that Leitrim junior team that won the Connacht final a few years mm-hmm. ago and they yeah. were narrowly beaten by Kerry in the All-Ireland semi-final in the Gaelic and then he's a fantastic soccer player as well. Young Mark Hazlett is excellent young athlete from Drumcairn competing for the North Leitrim Athletic Club and getting double gold on the 13-11 in the 60-metre sprint and the 60-metre hurls, an absolute excellent performance. The young handball player Ed Lee. From he, he's not too young either now. Ed, Ed will be uh, older than, than well, he's older than some, than most, shall we say, on older this list. Right. So he comes into the he's senior. In the ma- he's in the Diamond Masters. He comes into the senior category for consideration. His performance was excellent too, and um, that, that that that's great. Handball is a great sport. Uh, indeed, Fina handball club I played. When there was no club in Fina, I played a little bit of handball. I just went in and played handball there in Fina, which was always my only experience of handball, a great sport. Uh, Kieran McMurrah, another excellent performance in, in handball and getting a Connacht on the 17 silver medal. That's 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 class too. Orla McQueenie from Mohol getting a seventh in the shot. Great performance by Orla there too and get ranked seventh in our province. It's very impressive. Um, Sarah, or I should say, Karen Mulvaney Kelly, uh, setting a record in, in the, the 13 walk. That that was like a Connacht record, and it was it was excellent. Um, the poor scholar darts team uh, certainly uh, were impressive. They managed to beat Quinns of Fina. I don't think they had to get to a Ryanair flight to go to Fina from Ballinamore. I wouldn't think so. Bikes I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. Now, the two St. Clair's teams, great teams, the senior ladies team, and I presume that involved Hannah. Johnson and Myrna Manny and several other excellent and players. Leah Fox who we've spoken and Leah about Fox as well, is right of course so the, the, and the, 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 that, that achievement was fantastic there might be in an All-Ireland final very soon but we have to wait, wait that and then the soccer team a lot of them young lads that have come through the ranks with Manor Rangers and uh, certainly they were in hard luck to lose uh, an All-Ireland semi-final and penalties it's a, it's a cruel way to be beaten now my voting Let's start with your one point. Yeah, with my one point, yes. Like well, my one point went to, to, to Robbie Cunningham. Okay. Uh, and uh, Robbie certainly uh, deserves that. If, not, if I could give him more, I would, but I can't and the, when we have to make a decision. And then I gave my two points to Mark O'Hearn, Mark's great performance. My three points went to North Leitrim's Mark Hazlitt or Hazlitt. Uh, my four points went to Carolyn <coughs> Mulvaney Kelly. And her kind of record certainly was was impressive. And then another athlete, Alana McGuinness, gold kind of medal indoors on their 1900 final, and then uh, silver in the 1960 sprint. And then she's going through to the AI National Championships later this month. So 
that's my voting at this situation at this stage. Thank you very much. Well, I'll give my points now, just so because I've given them last every time. I don't want to be the the king or the queen maker. Um, my one point is to the poor scholar darts team. I think this is. Um, probably one uh, once annual opportunity with the county championship taking place for the darts to feature so they're getting my point on that um, Karen Mulvaney Kelly phenomenal achievement she gets my two points my three points is Mark Hazlett two gold medals at any championships is a, is a fantastic achievement St Clair's ladies footballers they, they get mine because I think haven't been beaten in that final as that team got older and older through the the year. I know some of those girls, we had Emma McLaughlin, who's the captain on the show, plus those other three that we've mentioned, and another dozen or so more, and the rest of that squad. I think they've they've really put it in over the years, and I think to keep coming back after being beaten in final after final, to come back a third time, um, it takes huge guts to actually stand up and and be counted the last time. So fair play to them. But for me, uh, the winner in this category, in my opinion, is Kieran McMorrow? I think only for a, an injury, um, he would have given that final a good rattle, and I think he is getting my five points uh, this time. So Francis, we might jump to you. My one number one went to the Ballinamore young man Mark Ahern. Okay. Number two, I gave to Karen. First, um, Karen Mulvaney Kelly. Yeah. Yes. Number three, I gave to Mark. Hazlitt and number four, Kieran McMurrow, yep. and five to Alana. Alana McGuinness, five points. And Ray, now. Okay, I went number one. We'll build attention a little bit because people are sitting and going, who's going to get the next one? Let's go. <laughs> like the Eurovision. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number one went to Robbie Cunningham. Okay. Number two, St. Clair's junior soccer team. Number three, uh, Kieran McMurrow. Number four, Mark Hazlett. And number five went to Alana McGuinness. Alana McGuinness with another top marks there. So I'm going to do a quick count up of the scores. A duck for Edley, zero points unfortunately, Ed. Um, then we have two points for St. Clair's junior soccer team and also for Robbie Cunningham. So soccer on the double there, two all for the two soccer teams in Mount Hamilton. Uh, Mark O'Hearn Athletics, three points. The Poor Scholar Darts team have four points and then we have a big gap to the top four. Now before I go into that, I better actually announce the, the public vote, which obviously is on the website, but it did go in favour of uh, St. Clair's Ladies Football with a late surge today, got, got uh, five points, Karen Mulvaney Kelly got four points, the Poor Scholar Darts team three points, uh, Kieran McMorrow two points and Alana McGuinness with one point. And let's go back to announce the top four, and we have a clear winner. Uh, on 12 points, fourth place, Karen Mulvaney Kelly. It's the every athlete's worst nightmare to be in fourth place. So, unfortunately, Karen, a uh, fantastic achievement, but just misses out on this occasion. One point ahead of her is her North Leitrim teammate, Mark Hazlitt. He has 13 points on the board at the end of the vote. Uh, Kieran McMorrow of Handball has 14, so he's edged into that second spot by a single point he has 14 points going into that particular uh, competition so he finishes and that leaves us with 16 points a two-point margin for Alana McGuinness just like she left her competitors in the dust at the indoors last week and the week before at the Connacht and the All-Ireland indoors so Alana McGuinness having been pipped by a a single point I think she was on a tie break with the public vote in last month's uh, awards 
has finally brought that home. Uh, congratulations to Alana McGuinness. Congratulations to everybody on the list. Uh, fantastic achievement for everybody just to be on the list is, is huge and we're delighted on the show as always to to give a bit of recognition and give a bit of coverage to all the sports regardless of popularity or size within the county if you're doing something we do want to hear about it i did mention earlier in the show about ryan work's performance on sunday that was of course the first of march which means he'll be eligible for this month's competition and nominations are already open if you go to leitrimdaily.com forward slash nominate you can find uh, all the details there just type in your name who you're who you are and then why you're nominating the person and of course some other people alana mcginnis might be in again she had a phenomenal achievement at the indoors on sunday at the all irelands jared o'donnell blew at the field away twice in his heat on the nationals so we've plenty of things to talk about already and it's only the 4th of march which coincidentally is my birthday so i'm having a, a happy a, birthday a, thank you very much I, I got that in just nicely at the end there we're recording this on wednesday but this will go out on friday so our winners are as we mentioned already, Hannah Johnson in the international section. Congratulations to her, co-captain of the Irish under-18 women's rugby team. She beat Myrne Devaney by a single point. Very tight competition there. A little bit more clear-cut in the national. Despite it being the, co- the category I had the hardest struggle with, Teresa Doherty takes home the, on, the badge of honour there. And then finally, a kind of a four-way grouped heat uh, between four competitors there. Mark Hazlett third place Kieran McMorrow in second place and Alana McGuinness the Mughal youngster who is competing in the colours of Carrick to my judges thank you very much for coming in PJ thank you very much for coming in it's been a pleasure Ray best of luck for the season ahead Thanks, you're Brevin. still with St. I Jesus? am indeed Brevin, yes yeah. glutton for punishment yeah absolutely you're dead right go for four in a row oh yeah and I suppose Francis thank you very much for coming in as well you're pleasure do- thank you you're not rowing yourself this season no in my head hopefully I intend to get on the water now for pleasure <laughs> do you live vicariously through Shauna I know your daughter was on the show last summer Shauna Murtha of course an up and coming rower with Carrick oh the club the, there's a, a John Lowe um, I'm afraid to mention names because I'll forget them forget half them but there's a group We've of had Michael O'Rourke on the show yeah Michael O'Rourke yeah. yeah there's a group of young men there and they're Barry Ryan and there's a man from Jamestown slips my mind and kill me uh, but they're doing brilliant work and a couple of ladies they're putting me to shame <laughs> <laughs> well listen Francis thanks very much to all of you thank you very much to thank you for much. listening again to all the nominees and the people who nominated them thank you so much for, for taking part and to everyone who voted over seven or 800 people, I think it was 800 people in the end, voted over the course of two days this week. So thank you very much. And that, folks, is all we have time for today. It's way more than we had time for. We've gone so far over, well over the hour. Uh, but thank you very much for staying with us and listening to the bitter end. Congratulations to all our winners in the monthly sports awards. Some fantastic nominees and really, really deserving winners. So congratulations to everybody whose name was even mentioned as part of that discussion. You've all had phenomenal months and we look forward to having more of you and your teammates and your counterparts at various clubs around the county as part of the March Awards. As events happen through the month, we'd love to hear from you. If there's somebody you want to nominate, just go to our website, click on the section on the menu for Sports Awards and click Nominate. Type in the details and they're in the hat. Hopefully they'll be selected and they'll be put on the list for next month's awards. And of course, the closing date for that is the last day of the month. So March 31st, get your nominations in nice and early and we'll be able to have them as part of our discussion in next month's competition. 
to our guests tonight, to uh, Mairead McCauley of Ballinaglera and Leitrim Ladies Gaelic Football team. The very best of luck to you on Sunday afternoon in Park Sean at 2pm against Limerick in your fourth National Football League contest. And to Niall Moran, who just before that on Saturday evening faces Shamrock Rovers in a crunch game for Sligo Rovers as they want to get their season up and running after a bit of a faltering start to the season so far. That game, 8pm tomorrow evening in Sligo in the showgrounds. Also live on TV if you can't make it, but nothing beats being in the ground. Go get yourself to the showgrounds tomorrow night to Park Sean on Sunday to the rugby. Everybody who's taken part in sport over the weekend, the very best of luck to you. Uh, I've been Brefney Early. This has been the Sports Preview Show and our monthly awards discussion show on the podcast. We'll be back on Sunday. Nope. We'll be back on Monday with a complete rundown of everything that happens over the weekend in sport in the county. I will talk to you then.